Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Late night. What's up, Chalky? Do you remember Fuel TV? Dude, of course I remember Fuel TV. Fuel was epic. I know it is. But I have some exciting news. And what's up? Fuel TV is back. What? It's so sick. Yeah, back and better than ever. And they are the newest sponsors of the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Yes, I love it. Thanks, Fuel. You know what the best part is? Of course I do. You can now get Fuel a whole bunch of different ways. You can subscribe to their new app called Fuel TV Plus and get their entire library of shows like Built to Shred, Danny and the Dingo, and Drive Through, and also their 24-7 channel, all commercial free. To subscribe, just go to plus.fuel.tv and download the app. The other way you can watch is Samsung TV Plus channel 1179. That way is free and includes the better than ever fuel TV that we all know and love. Skate, snow, and our favorite... Surfing. Surfing. Wow, Lyndon, that's pretty awesome. Really pumped. Hell yeah, it is. Welcome back, Fuel. Welcome back, Fuel TV. Foo Wax. The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Bonsai balls. They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck. They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations. And download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl, healthy, delicious. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it, I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing, only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. 
Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at iconiclife. Pada Sushi, a new sushi place here at the Albertsons in Newland Center. Your go-to spot for grab-and-go sushi, handmade, fresh daily. You can get all your favorites or get something custom. And make sure to stop by on Fridays for the $5 special. Pada Sushi. At Albertsons in the Newland Center off of Beach and Adams. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Yes, welcome. We're sitting down with our good friend, Jay Lewis, who is, hold it, a veteran in the apparel business, a brand builder, an entrepreneur, and a renowned restaurant tour. Entrepreneur, restaurant tour. All of the above. Welcome, Jay. I like your name, by the way. Of course, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> and the restaurant is called Outpost Kitchen. Thanks, Lutz. Here Thanks for in uh, sunny Costa Mesa, California, and a so, uh, second location that's going to be in, what is that, Santa Ana? No, Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa, too? Yeah. Bristol. Right. You, you were born here. <laughs> I was born in the Philippines. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. And we also have a couple of uh, other guests. We have Madison, Zach from the... Lockin' Union. Yeah. Southern. Awesome, thanks. And then... Josh, who is... Partner with Jay at the new location. Correcto. Yes. We yes. like it. Well, we're here... Um, <laughs> we're here at Outpost. We are. Enjoying some... Awesome drinks yeah. provided, tasting, and we have a delicious new item on the menu. It looks like some sort of spring roll deluxe wrap. Yep, keeping it tropical today. Um, tropical. And some cocktails, um, a cocktail list dined we, in. We for picked a pretty freaking good day you, you to uh, interview our friend Jay. Yes. Lewis, that is. Jay, you got a nickname? Uh, Hazmat. Hazmat? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. amazing right there. That was that's from, an original right yeah, there. That was the beginning of my uh That's almost surfing as good as late days. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, why hazmat? Um unpredictable. Um and you know proceed with caution when I was in my younger <laughs> my younger years. And then I feel like that was, you know, outside the water and, and on the water as well, you know. You never knew what you're gonna get. You never what you're gonna you. get. Yeah. Yeah. Stay on your good side. <laughs> <laughs> or your inside thing, yeah, yeah. right? Hey, I'll split right. the cake with you, bro. Yeah. No, so, so it kind of stuck with me, um, especially from my friends, you know, from a young age, um, and even up into Southern California, a lot of guys have jumped on the hazmat wagon, and yeah, it's been been a fun ride. That's awesome. So obviously, you guys hear that uh, Jay has a, an accent. He is from Australia. Is it Byron? Um, I'm from originally born in uh, Avalon on the northern beaches of Sydney, and then I moved up in, when I was in my mid to late teens to Gold Coast and lived around the Byron Bay Gold Coast area on the firing points of Snapper and Cura. Pretty good training it's grounds. A- the spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. 
Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. For a, it's a pretty good coastline right there, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little warmer than Sydney area. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty amazing spot to grow up with the likes of, you know... Mick Fanning and Jay Phillips and Aki and Rabbit being, you know, mentors and, you know, just seeing all those guys and everyone's just pushing each other all the time and, you know, it's town and country vibes as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's mates in the water, outside the water and, you know, you know, talking about surf culture 24-7 yeah. and in pretty much paradise, like, you know, best beach and point breaks in the world, I think. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't had the privilege of surf with you yet, which is crazy because I know we have all the same friends and we surf all the time, but Lyndon says, yeah. you rip. Yeah. Well, let's, let's start so, at the beginning, right? So how old were you when you first started surfing? Um, how, how did you get into surfing? How did I get into surfing? I mean, everyone in Australia pretty much surfs and pretty much rips, right? Yeah, well, a lot. A Every, lot. Everyone, everyone rips over there. Like you'd be surfing a, a wave, and you'd have like a, you know, a little grom, nine-year-old grom, going oi, oi, behind you, and then just belting an air reverse, and yeah. sometimes you feel like just kicking out for for good, yeah, <laughs> and not getting back in the water. But you know, everyone's growing up on the beaches, and you know, having a you know world-class breaks at hand. You know, yeah, everyone. How can you not? You know, it's, such a bar- part of Australians lifestyle and yeah. culture and you know surfing everyone's around on the coast in australia not many people live in the middle so you know, you're surrounded by amazing coastline with just so beautiful roaring swells you know depending on where you are yeah so, so how, how old were you when, you when you first started um i was about seven i remember going into my friend's uh, garage and his dad had all these you know mark richards mccoy single fins and uh I was like, yeah, I'm not even really into bodyboarding. Let's just get get on these and yeah. kind of like got out there and hit the shore breaks. Do, of, do uh, people even boogie board in Australia? It's pretty big. Yeah, it's kind of big, but yeah, yeah surfing definitely shadows it for sure. Yeah, it's kind of everywhere, but it, yeah. it's pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you know, hook, line, and sinkered me. And then yeah, it was uh, just begging. Went and worked at a pizza place, and my dad's like, oh, I'm not buying you a board you got to earn it. So I worked at a pizza place peeling potatoes and tomatoes and, you know, yeah. 
stocking a pizza for like four or five months to get a thruster back in the day. And yeah. My first thruster, and that was it. It was hook, line, and sinker. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. And then went on, um, you know, surfing in Avalon and the northern beaches, doing uh, scholastics, and lucky enough to get picked up by uh, Simon Anderson when he had um, energy surfboards. Oh, wow. In uh, Motorvale. Some of my so, best boards ever from Simon. Yeah, so yeah. Energy, like that was my first sponsor, and I was, it's just, that was it. It was in my in my blood, in my veins then, and yeah. it was yeah. kind of unstoppable, unstoppable grommet right then. Yeah. Do you have brothers that serve too, or? No, I have a, I, I have a sister, but yeah, no, no siblings that, you know. Just a bunch so, of kids down the street. Yeah. Just the hood. The hood. Yeah. The hoodlums. So, surfing bug quickly took you, and, and you surfing contests and stuff. Yeah, we was. I started out surfing um, like school team, and then doing schools, and then club surfing, yeah. and then um, regionals, and then um, nationals, and then and that's when at that, that time when I was doing nationals, uh, my parents decided to move up to more of the Gold Coast area and uh, thought, ah, this kid might have something. And uh, Did they move because of you? Uh, a little bit? I'd like to think so. Better opportunities for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. My, my, so I grew up, my, my nickname, as we just mentioned, was Hazmat. My, my dad's nickname was the captain. Mm-hmm. Everyone would call him the captain. He was like this old salty sailor dog. You know, lived on boats, sailed his life, and he's just like, one day he's like, yeah, we should move further north where it's a bit more tropical, open waters, not so many people. The kid can go surfing, I can go sailing. Yeah. And it kind of worked out well, and the captain, you know, got what he wanted, and hazmat, you know. Got what he wanted. Tore havoc on, uh, on the Gold Coast beaches. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. You should try this drink, though. This cocktail is pretty what, what, what was in this one? Uh, that's like a rum sour. Rum sour. Wow. Looks, so looks we've, we've had a couple tequilas already, right? A mezcal. Madison, you should run through with us. What yeah, do we have? We, we've had a lot of mezcal, tequila. Uh, now we're on to rum. So rum. Mm, rum, a little coconut, and pineapple. Like, you can't banana, go wrong. Jay? Wow. I will try one for sure. Yeah. That's tasty. And this is rum? That is rum. Rum, pineapple, and lime juice. Amazing. Really? And uh, we'll post a picture of this. Uh, what is it called? Tropical Spring Deluxe. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. So here you go, guys. This is a, a banana um, cocktail, which I can't have because I'm allergic to bananas. And really? We can talk about this later that I've nearly died on a couple of surf trips. <laughs> But people giving me bananas, but uh, that come later. But try that. Like a dessert But you're like the albina gorilla. <laughs> it yeah, seemed like that, you'd like bananas. That's my kryptonite for sure. That's really good. Wow. That's yeah. On yeah. the list, are we taking that one off. Absolutely. Which one was that called, Madison? We really liked it. Uh, yeah. That one's it's really a little bit more desserty. It's like a lot to it. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. It's like a nightcap. I think yeah. it's kind of, it's unique too. You don't yeah. really. You never really found it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got out of a coconut. That wow. banana whatever is a winner winner right there. Yeah. It is good. Drink. That is really tasty. 
So Jay, you, you mentioned uh, club surfing. Yes. Tell us about, you know, because we're, we're, the U.S. is kind of new to club surfing. West Coast Boardwriters Club is happening, as you know, up and down uh, the, western, uh, the western coast. And on the East Coast now, there's also an East Coast Boardwriters Club where Boardwriters Clubs are, are starting to pop up from, like, you know, New Hampshire all the way down to Florida. So... Yeah, I, it's pretty much everywhere in every surfing community in the whole of Australia. Yeah. Um, when I was in Avalon, you guys take it like fucking serious. Oh, we're real. Yeah, we're pretty serious. It's, yeah, it's gun ho. But it's all you know, brotherhood, good community. Fun, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's like any competition surfing. You know, yeah. you're just out there just beating each other in the water. But when you're on the sand, it's you know, it's all all mates and laughs and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, when I was in Avalon, I was with NASA, which is North Avalon Surfing Association. Yeah. Pretty pristine club, you know, they're uh, forced to be reckoned with. And then uh, when I moved up to the Goldie, it was uh, Kira Board Ride board rider club so oh. you know some greats in there like Mick Fanning is in there yeah. and, you know some you know and then you'd have um, Snapper Surf Club with Jay Phillips and Jason Gale and, you know some uh, pretty pristine names there as well but uh, you know it's club rivalry I think it's healthy for the mind and you know it kind of pushes your surfing more and, yeah and you, know, you, get, a, for sure. you get a club kind of feel around you and yeah. you know like you got the individual aspect but then the, the team aspect which you know always brings up the level for sure totally you don't want to let your your pals down and you want to crush sure. the other other border club yeah and it's like we have um you know, rugby league in Australia, you have state of origin, which is New South Wales and Queensland. And whenever that competition comes around, it's pretty hardcore. And you're either, if you live in New South Wales, you're going for the Blues. If you're in Queensland, you're going for the Maroons. So it's like, you know, you're on one side or the other. Yeah. So with the team challenges, you know, we're with um, Kira Board Riders, we're in Queensland, and then you have all these Sydney-based clubs come up and do team challenges. Um, which had that huge rivalry uh, because, you know, you're over the, the state line. Yeah. And then it would become pretty fierce and it was just like, you do whatever you could do to, to win. You yeah. Know? yeah. That yeah. was the... We got that here with us in we're Santa start, Cruz. We're and starting us to get and, that going. Yeah. yeah. I think it's healthy for the sport and, you know, for the community. It's like the guys that want to compete, but, you know, not on a competition level. You can join a club and yeah. you have that camaraderie and, you know, fellowship, mateship. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun, and you get around. You win, win a contest or win a challenge, and everyone's hitting beers and barbecue yeah. afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's a great community atmosphere, but I, I like it because you get those like veterans or those experienced surfers that are passing down the knowledge and psyching up the youth and stuff. So yeah. the youth has like you know just a plethora of help. You know, if they were to like ask those questions. heavy dudes surfing their clubs, right? Like yeah. Marco and Fanning. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's freaking insane. Yeah, so you know you get to go and surf against guys like that. Win, win, Mr. X. Yeah, I'm sure he's still around for sure with his gloves and all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you know, um, you know, Luke Egan's still on the Gold Coast and Oki and uh, Brendan Margo, Margo, you know, yeah. blast from past. Um, so you know, you get to you know surf against all those guys that you wouldn't normally surf against in a in a club kind of environment, which is. Yeah, super fun and yeah, that's what it's all about yeah so you mentioned you wrote for Simon Anderson what other uh, what other uh, sponsors did you have when you were a girl 
Voila, look at that plate of joy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we got a photo of that too. Yeah, that. Food's going around, you guys, left and right. Too bad you're not here. Maybe we'll do a, a live show one time. Yeah, someday. Someday. Yeah. So, who, uh, who are your early sponsors? So, I had a local surf shop, um, Feature That Sand, uh, which was just in North Avalon that I grew up with. Um, I had Gorilla Grip. <laughs> nice. Full deck pads, front, you know. Full pads. So you uh, rocked the full deck pad. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and then, um, and then I, in my later years, I got onto Billabong, which is um, one of the, one of the probably reasons, you know, another reason in my mind at the time that I thought we were moving to to Queensland yeah. because of you know the headquarters up there. Yeah. Um, and then you know I kind of juggled around on a few shapers. I actually had. Um, Michael Munger Barry at one stage, veteran wow. of Billabong, um, he was shaping Munger weapons as a cool Did he really? Yeah, I, I got on yeah. esports for like I don't know, twelve months, like the little, yeah. little pintail gun, like real narrow toothpicks yeah. at that yeah. time. So we're talking like this is you know mid nineties. Is he like super short? Yeah, Munger? yeah he's tiny. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, like my size. Five. Yeah, your size. Yeah, but little thinner. Yeah. Yeah, lots in it. Kicking in the ding ding. Another cocktail. Yeah, so. yeah, what, what diet are we on this week, bro? Whatever. Oh, yeah. P90X, yeah, yeah. keto, but yeah, no I got, carbs. Fun, fun times, I like. And then I got like, was doing JS, and then, you know, um, another. Um, Nev, shape was, there. Nev was pretty popular Nev, in that yeah, area. Nev was big before yeah. they. Uh, Went to Firewire. Yeah. He started Firewire, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's a legend in, uh, on the Gold Coast, yeah. for sure. Yeah. They actually just did a uh, Hall of Fame, Shapers Hall of Fame, and I think he was just inducted, um, not last weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, I, I, I forget that he started Firewire. Yeah. It's so crazy, yeah. yeah. No. There's a lot of like in old school industry there that people are just doing, you know, done amazing things in that, especially in that '90s, early 2000s era. It's, it's the same here as well. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's interesting just to back up. Like you're sponsored by Billabong, and, and just the way like we're in Orange County, Costa Mesa, and there's a lot of brands here. There's some in San Diego, maybe a couple in LA, but like it's pretty congested here. Yeah, like Australia. You know, Billabong was Gold Coast, you know, you got Quick and like Narrabeen, like, you know, up by Sydney or whatever, and then Rip Curl was in like, they you know, call this, they call this area Velcro Beach or yeah. something like that. Like, but the way those three brands are super, you know, world renowned, like giant yeah. brands, but they all started in different parts of the country, and here it's like everything's like, everything's Costa Mesa, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Crazy. it's definitely spread out because it's such diverse, you know, conditions. So, yeah. you know, you go down to Bells and Torquay, it's yeah. Rough and wild. Alright, we're crazy. pausing on another testing. Yeah, and that's what that looks like. Whoa. Is this a fig? So it's like a rum old fashioned. Uh, there's some chinar, which is a. This is old fashioned? A rum old fashioned. A rum old fashioned. With fig. With fig. There's an artist show with Kyori in there. It's not on there. I'll write it down for you. I love an old fashioned. I love fig too. Yeah. I'm a little better. You look like you would like so. figs. Whoa. <laughs> I like beets. Oh, you like beets? Are we doing it in definitely a Yeah. All right. This is the wine part of uh, after this. Mm. That's I'm really just running good. a little light, Brita, but is that all right? I have so much work to do. All right, wow. Cool. I'll grab my stuff. Yeah. That is freaking insane. 
That's the power pop. That's one of the best old fashions I've ever had. <laughs> it's no whiskey in it either. Go mm. figure. Mm. <laughs> so, better that way. So what's in there? It's brown. It's Emergence Reserve aged brown. It's Denison. Yeah. Bro, that's good. Yeah, Lennon went to this. Yeah. I could definitely inhale one of those. I had to rip that drink out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuck to your lips. His white, kn- white knuckle uh, grip on that. What did you guys think of it? I liked it. Yeah. I like yeah. It. yeah. What do you think of the spring rose? Yep. <laughs> yes, we do. Sorry, as we stuff our faces with this. Drink. So, yeah, it must not be the podcast definitely. listeners, I, I know a lot of you are probably local here um, in the Costa Mesa area, and if not, you know, when you come through town, please stop by the Outpost, show your sport, your support, and grab some really tasty food. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, so Jay, you, you serve contests. Um, did you go on any, I mean, you're in Australia surfing amazing waves, but do you remember your first sort of surf trips? Where did you go? Um, being in Australia, obviously Indo's like on our door yeah. step. Um, what is it, like a four hour, six hour flight? Yeah, it's it's like a from the from the east coast, like where Gold Coast is, it's like a seven hour flight. But um, I moved, um, I... I snapped my leg on the Goldie, just um, on a two-foot onshore wave at a snapper, um, which kind of put me out of the, the whole kind of like pro career kind of thing. Um, that bad, huh? Yeah, I was uh, just trying to make the most of it. Um, and my front foot was standing straight and my back foot just bent straight over and uh, yeah, did an ACL, PCL and ripped eight ligaments and I was paddling back out and there was a bit of weed and it was kind of summertime so there was a lot of kelpy weed floating around in the water and I thought it was uh, some kelp just it, weed hitting me in the back but it was of, of the shoulder and I was like trying to get this off my waist and I'm like what is that and then I looked around and it's my ankle hitting me in, the, in my back you're freaking oh. kidding me. so I kind of like kind of like freaked out a little bit some people uh, a couple of guys saw it and uh, did you you broke your leg yeah, in half. It was, the only, the, it was just... And you didn't even know it? No, I was kind of in shock. I didn't even know it. I just thought it was Kelp. And then um, when I did realize, I kind of like went into you know, shock. Yeah. But uh, it was How just getting killed by the, the flesh. Uh, I was 20... 22. 22? Wow. Yeah. Wow. But you, you were already competing on the QS then, right? I was. I gave QS a, a little crack for just under two years, um, you know, doing trips and stuff like that, and then that kind of put a halt to it. And I went um, to West. Do you, you ever have any good finishes or? Yeah. Um, Tell us about it, bro. Let's, don't be all <laughs> modest over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. To my own horn. Let's yeah. see how much better you did than Larson. Whoa. <laughs> Miles ahead of me. He had Clips and Taylor Steele. <laughs> yeah, he sucked in high That's pretty good. That's all he's got, though. Yeah. Just kidding. He, he won the C5 challenge, though. I did. Yeah. Rusty C5 challenge. What, 10 grand? Right, yeah, yeah, that's good payout. Nice. Yeah. Against who was in the final? Gerlach, Wardo, and. Uh, Wardo, CJ? CJ, and Dino. See that? There you go. Yeah. So it's up some household names right there. Yeah. 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 So, so. Like what, older Dino. What's that? Now? <laughs> so this is a skewer, pineapple, eggplant, red beet, mushroom, 
Are you guys making new, new items for the new? Yeah, this is the your small plate menu for um, Bristol 3.0. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, fantastic. <laughs> So we'll fill we'll fill the dead uh, airtime with uh, while he chews on his food over here. Yeah, yeah. So Bali a lot, Indonesia a lot, and Fiji. Fiji too. Nice. Yeah, Fiji is not too far either. It's it's way closer on the east coast. It's like a three-hour flight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got this uh, a bunch of Fiji, and I feel like that's where in the beginning I was like. Before the, my leg accident, just really building my confidence and being a surf. And I just love Fiji, it's just raw power. And it was epic back in the day, like, it's still 90, so. Uncrowded and really un, I mean, yeah, not blown out yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but then, you know, I kind of like moved to Western Australia for two years. Ooh, and just really? went rough and raw down in the south. Kind of like tried to get my head back together, get my my leg, you know, rehabbed and rehabbed and back on track and kind of just ended like up Mar Margaret's area. Yeah, in a place, uh, Dunsborough, Dunsborough. Like, Dunsborough yelling out like yeah. from uh, that whole area and just went grassroots and you know, kind of hid away for a while. Did, did your sponsors? I mean, you're like, how how long were you out of the water? A year? Um, well, Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Wow. Like wow. Water. So I went over there, just done nothing, nothing. You know, all yeah. done. They dropped you out like a Kind of dropped out. Yeah. Sponsors and, cool. and everything, yeah. or they're like, hey, you just, you know. you know, just all done pretty much. Kind of just, you know, move on to the next, you know. So I was cool with that. Like, I was like, well, it's going to take me too long, and now I'm behind the eight ball, you know. Yeah. So I just went down and, you know, went really rough. And So you went and moved to. Yeah, Western Oz. So, yeah, so I, I bought a, uh, a ute. Yeah, I a, love a ute. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those. You know, they call them El Camino's here. But yeah. yeah. An Holden WB ute. Holden. Yeah, it was sick. 357 or that hood. That thing was like, yeah, it was a. Uh, Peel out central. Yeah, it's so epic. It was, so, and I got a trailer for it, and I just packed up all my crap, and I drove across the country and uh, kind of like just explored something, which was cool because I never really kind of like went across Australia without surfing yeah and so I went without surfing and it was like I got to experience all this you know other shit outside the coastline yeah which, you know it wasn't propping the waves yeah so I was able to get like pretty country and you know down so to you're like 23 years old right yeah down to the soul of the earth and which was kind of a cleansing thing you know back you know you're still young and you still just want to fuck everything yeah and, you know you know be a boy and drink and just get fucking loose and you know yeah so I kind of just slowed things down you know yeah. kind of spent a little inward reflection totally. and kind yeah. of what's what's the plan the next phase of your Call life so it's like boy of the land yeah you know so it was fun it took I took three weeks to get across which is a hell of a long way it's yeah. like so far so far and, and then you go across the Nullarbor which doesn't have a gas station petrol station as we call in Australia and uh, it doesn't, uh, so you have to fuel up and bring some tank, extra tanks or? Uh, not in that day, but you'd be running pretty close to the line to the next gas station. And it's like a one stretch. It's one road from uh, Victoria, South Australia, to all the way through to Western Australia, South Australia, WA. One it's like road? One road. It's just nothing. 
just deserts. How many lanes? Just one, one each way. way. No way. <laughs> yeah. Is it crowded or like? Well, when I drove back then, this would have been like 2000. I was, I like, I took a photo and pulled off in the middle of the road with my ute and the trailer and me standing out in the front, you know, in front of it with a old Kodak, you know, stick Polaroid <laughs> film where it's like on a timer and shit. It didn't work half the time, so I was almost going to say, ah, this, I don't even need it. And then it, I got the photo on the last one, so I was stoked. Selfie, yeah. bro. I know. <laughs> I know. If I knew yeah, that, then it was a selfie. <laughs> So, that one is absinthe, uh, lime juice. We're tasting. What, what is that tasting. one, absinthe? Um, it's tequila, absinthe, little cucumber, absinthe juice, too? absinthe. Whoa. And it's Woo. not just a rinse, there's a lot of it. What is the history of absinthe, you know? Um, I can really tell you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me the, tell me the history, I know I it's mean, like... a lot of people are afraid of it, they think... Oh, yeah. They say, so. I find that to be true. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. And because absinthe yeah, is 130 um, like alcohol percentage, so, uh, or yeah, so, very That's pretty good. And it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we like, we need to come hang out here often. Hey, yeah, you're at night. You like that one? What? Yeah. That one's really good. Yeah. I don't think it beats the, the rum, the rum, the rum or the banana, banana thing. Those two have stuck out to me for sure. And then the first, and then Sounds the first like you're rum fans then. You know, I just like that old-fashioned old thing. Yeah. Um, and that banana drink. Was that rum too, huh? Yeah. yeah. So the rum? The others were tequila. Yeah. The tequila was good, but it was too smoky for me. The mezcal, yeah. Yeah, it seems like, so rum in Australia is huge. Yeah. You know, so we're all convicts, so they put rum on the ship. You know, to prevent scurvy and, um, you know, get everyone fucking wasted. Yeah. <laughs> and then drop them off on an island. No, the seas are smooth. It's just you. You're wasted. No, it's, uh, yeah, you got to deal with the open open ocean. you got to be wasted. So, so did you f- go to school formally or? Like college? College? No, no. I did, um, I did. Went University? To, yeah, finished my, all my schooling, high school, and then went to college for um, business and marketing. Did you really? Yeah. Huh. What what college was it? It was um, uh, Bond University. Okay. Nice. Wow. All right. Look at the brain on hazmat. 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 So, what? Two years of, of college, and you got a degree? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a three-year course. I dropped out in two years. So I felt like. Oh, so. You learn what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was a bit ignorant and you know arrogant and kind of when you are in your in your twenties and you're sort of like, yeah, I can do this. I don't need to stop, keep paying school. Yeah, yeah. But, what What did you do for work while you're in West Oz? Or is that just kind of like lay lay low? I was kind of just laying low. I was kind of got into. Um, I was bartender um, at Cave's House, which is in Yellinger. Uh, it's like this hotel and these awesome grounds behind, like, um, yelling up and uh, just amazing location, pretty cruisy hours, yeah. and uh, just landed a sweet job, you know, surf in the mornings, um, and then goes, you know, everyone would hang out there on the weekends, I'd have these huge caves, Sunday sessions there, and just went nuts. Wow. It was pretty cool, and I got to meet a lot of people, 
some true friends that are, you know, I'm still friends. Hang on for life, you know. Yeah. So just really good people, like yeah. salt of the earth down there, you know. Yeah. And I, I really kind of like helped with, you know, me you know, getting better and, you know, putting it all back together and yeah. starting to, Were you probably charging, you know, time to, you know, really um, learn more about the ocean. I think being on the east coast, it's just like, oh, grab your board, you're out there. You, I think Western Australia and Victoria, South Australia, you really got to think of like there's so many different scenarios. You've got slats, you've got rocky reefs, you've got beach breaks, you've got yeah, you know, everything these, works on different tides, and different winds. There's and winds, there's fucking massive sharks the sizes of school buses. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's, there's just so many different elements. It's really, it's it's what you're saying. It's like more of a. I've been there, you know, pretty pretty jealous, but the uh, rawness of it, you know, like the way it reminded me of like Hawaii, it could be four foot and by like dark it's 15 foot and then like the winds could be turning this way and then they switch this way and four other spots get better. Yeah. You got to really know the lay of the land for sure. Yeah. So was college before Western Australia or after? It was before. Okay. Yeah. Surfing did not pay. Yeah. Back in then, as you know, Jay. Unless you're winning a contest for 10 grand, yeah. they don't come around often, so, yeah. you know, so, you, you know, a lot of the guys were like, you know, bricklayers or carpenters or, you know, had a trade or yeah. some sort of side gig going on. So Definitely. how long were you out on, in Western Australia? Two years. Yeah, two years, two just years. under two years. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed myself out there. Yeah. Um, got to surf some heavy waves. But it was, I felt like I was, you know, it was all controlled environment, you know, you'd surf with some Good guys piece. that were well knowledge in the area, yeah. and, uh, you know, it was just... Yeah, Paul Pato, dude, he, yeah. he's a charger madman, and, and yeah, he, he was... Jake the Snake yeah, back Jake. then, and, and uh, there's, you know, a lot of great surfers, Jay Davies comes out of there now, and yeah. there's some great upcoming surfers from that region and then you got the best you know we're about to do a wine tasting and got Margaret River for wines Ooh. Yeah. you know it's a pretty special place down there and, and if you haven't been there before get there because yeah. it is a, a wonder of the world I think and, and Jay can contest to yeah. that and one of my favourite places in the world to go to yeah for sure yeah. Australia in general but like yeah. Western Oz was I gotta a get special my place. ass to BG and Australia those are two places that are on my bucket list still. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, as you know, Jay, like, you can get some bomb and swells and there's places that will hold. For sure. And just perfect. And, and yeah. Yeah. Did you... I don't um, think I need any of that yeah. myself, but... <laughs> you can keep surfing Golden West. Yeah. <laughs> so you, obviously, were in the apparel, uh, apparel industry and business. Was that back in Sydney in Avalon area or back to the Gold Coast when you kind of tackled that next chapter? Yeah, I came back from... Um, Western Australia after a couple of years and um, came back to the Goldie. I feel like at that time I was like, oh, I've done my time down here. It's real country, yeah. cold, rugged in the winter. And I was like, I just wanted to get that tropical salt vibes back running through my veins. So I came back and you know, kind of just went back straight into Goldie life. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's, uh, let's do something. So I actually, um, ended up doing a distribution um, for a surf brand. So I picked up XL Wetsuits before mm. they sold to Billabong. Um, so you worked with Greg Wade? Yeah. Greg Wade? Yeah. Yeah. They were out of, yeah, they were out of um, 
Who were they? They were out of like Cremorne, Sydney or something out that way. And then they didn't have any Queensland representation, so I ended up doing, you know, Queensland amongst other surf brands. And then I was like, oh. How, how did you, like, get into it? Just your friends helped you yeah, out? Yeah, just, or? you know, kind of like, you know, back with the, in the surf community and yeah. the industry. And I'm like, hey, I could be a rep. Yeah, isn't that what everyone does? <laughs> so, we, just a couple of us. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really good. Yeah. yeah obviously, I'll see. <laughs> uh, so that was the the road, and then I was like, you know what? I can. Again, being in your twenties, you're like, I can make this shit myself. <laughs> so I ended up just, you know, making some t-shirts, and then some shorts, and then some shirts, and then it went into a whole catalog. And then so you, went into women's. You made your own brand. Yeah. And it's called uh, Highway 7. So there's seven states in Australia, all connected by one highway. Oh, wow. So I was like, ah, oh, that sounds that's a pretty good. cool name. Yeah. yeah. And then coming back to that whole thing of was like. It, was it a surf brand or was it just like. That was actually kind of like. I didn't want to do any surf. I kind of just wanted to keep it pretty urban. Yeah. At, yeah. The, you know, that yeah. word urban back yeah. then, it was like. Not surf, it was more like yeah. city culture, yeah. counterculture kind or of street. Street. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. more about patterns and color and just like more loud. shapes yeah. and yeah. just odd. Yeah, not the traditional like conservative surf. Yeah. So I did that and fun. Opened up two retail stores. You opened up two stores. Yeah, yeah flat, like flagship stores. Yeah. Like the yeah. Brand or other brands. No, just my brand. It was called Highway Seven. So I did one in Brisbane. In, uh, on Elizabeth Street, right in the city, and then one on the Gold Coast. So. How long? How long was it before you opened up shops? Like pretty quickly, a couple of years. It was pretty quickly, actually. Yeah, it was like I don't know. I'd been running for like eighteen months, two years, and then we did the jump to retail. I was already wholesaling at the time. Yeah. And a few friends of mine, close friends, were in the apparel industry and design manufacturing. So, um, you know, kind of learn a bit from them and then you know part of that distro i already had some contacts and yeah kind of did you awesome from there and did retail and so you had partners with the brand your concept your your everything yeah. and you brought in some investors and or some buddies yeah just some buddies had some money and wild mushroom and eat all of the smokes australian Holy smokes. Holy smokes, you guys. Our, our uh, Instagram, you guys, going to be blowing up with the most amazing looking, tasty food. Flavor on top of flavor on top of flavor with some more flavor. Layers. Solved up in layers. I've had it like straight shots, but I really haven't had it kind of in a cocktail. Talking about Lost Sundays, there is my Australian friends. Uh, Mitch um, was actually the rep for Rusty. Um, down in down south and then Ollie, yeah, they they, uh, own, they own Vacancy Coffee down on yeah. UCH and Newport. Yeah. Ollie started. Edwards? Um, no. 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 Okay. Um, and then, um, yeah, two Australian guys and they started this tequila company, Lost Sundays. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, pretty well known, but if you haven't had it, go get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be um, using Lost Sundays in my cocktails and stocking it in the bar on Bristol Street. So. Cool. Come try. Yeah, see? It's all about networking and supporting your friends and, and, and their businesses and entrepreneurs. And yes. Those, you know, that's, where we're. that's what I love about this area. It's so, you know, based around community and, yeah. you know, I, more so than any place that I've been in the States. I, that's why we ended up here. Obviously, my wife's from here, but, you know, 
I love how Coastal Mason Newport is, you know, it is so communal and there's so many different industries and so many people doing different things. Yeah. But everyone comes together at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's why I built Outpost in the first place. That's why we have, you know, communal, 10-foot communal tables in here just so people can network, talk to each other. Yeah, but everyone yeah. knows everyone and it's like, hey, hey, sit down, have a lunch with Jay. Oh, yeah. Have you met LC? He works for Out and Know and that, you know, that shitty brand that you've heard of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you say about <laughs> Now I only I, say that because I haven't um, got an invite up to the ranch. <laughs> yeah. Not very many people do. Oh, yeah. Apparently they do. <laughs> Jay, you been up there? Nope. Yep. Nope. nope. Look, no. but he's been invited. Oh. Uh-huh. He, he got invited. He blew it. Yeah. We're going to wait till like, you know. Till it gets warm again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm fine. I'm, I, run, I run warm. So, so back to Highway 7, you, you started a clothing company, then you opened up two retail stores. How, how good did those stores do? And you distributed, right? And you distributed the brand across Australia, globally, or? Just Australia. Just Australia. Were you in like general pants and like big box stores too? Like Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of boutiques. Um, yeah, and then we had a little dabble in general pants for a couple of seasons. Nice. And that was kind of the direction of the brand. If you know those general pants stores, yep. that was kind of the direction of the brand. Fashion forward, edgy, on the, yeah. on the hip. Yeah. And again, this is early 2000s, so, you know, it was kind of very street in Australia. Um, you know, surf labels are doing their logos and everything everywhere still. It was kind of bad fashion. Yeah. But I think that was everywhere, wasn't it? In the 90s. Um, bad. were bad fashion. But then, you know, I kind of, um, right at the end, I kind of uh, finished it up and um, did a uh, work for a Sydney brand, moved to Sydney and worked for a women's contemporary brand. How'd you do that? Or why did it you was do when that? the um, the global financial crap kind of started. started. 2008? Yeah, and it was like, hey, I'm just going to... More like six, seven before, really. It was a couple of years before, really, like, yeah. But it was a slowdown, for sure. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm just going to do women's. And I was like, women, clothing, they buy it all the time, every week. They spend hundreds. I'll never be out of a job. And I get, I'm single, being around hot chicks all day. Yeah. (laughs) I was like... Win-win. And all my friends are like, you know, on on building sites and doing trades, looking at guys with hard hats on doing the YMCA. You're like, like, fuck this. Yeah. Get, a, get to a women's clothing brand and uh, you know be around hot bitches all day <laughs> so yeah. so I kind of like conned myself into being like art director creative director so I would scout locations and get the hair and makeup and then pick wait, the models wait, wait, wait. so you found a brand that you worked for or I did I worked for a brand in Sydney okay. this women's um, contemporary fashion brand, okay. um, which I've never kind of like, I kind of dabbled in Highway 7, but really wasn't exposed to it. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of like with my business marketing kind of background and then my own distribution, my own company, I kind of just got in there and yeah. uh, had a grand old time. Well, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good resume to come into like an, you know, an established women's you know brand. But, you know, hey, a different point of view. This guy's done his own thing. You, you know, he got experience. Yeah, it was, it was fun, like, you know, I kind of feel like I've been a nomadic kind of 
you know, person my whole life. Yeah. You know, then born and raised in the northern beaches of Sydney, then going up to the Gold Coast, and then getting over to West Australia, in between surfing around at a young age, all these, you know, Indonesia, Fiji, yeah. going to Europe and so forth, and then kind of coming back to the Goldie, and then heading back down, and then heading to back to where I was from, like Sydney, but more in the city city, yeah. and then, um, you know, working for a women's brand, and yeah, I've got to... You know, to what it, it was a guy's dream, you know, picking out models for photo shoots and then, you know, getting all cuddly with them and then, you know, maybe one in four photo shoots you'd get lucky. So did you did, did uh, Highway Seven continue on or did you, you get you, real, in real trouble for that nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, that was that was pretty loose days. It was fun and, and Sydney has like such a great social bar scene. Yeah. Like you're always out there just yeah. drinking after Before work. Metropolis, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, you know, it was, yeah, super slutty times. So how, how long did you do that for? Um, I did that for a few years and then they promoted me to like um, global sales director. Wow. I know. So I was, must have been doing something, right? And then, um, so I came over and did a trade show in New York. And that's where I met my wife, Elizabeth. Was that the first time in America? No, I'd come no. out a couple of Sir, times before. I did like a few friends that lived in um, LA, like in Redondo, Hermosa Beach, and then yeah. South Bay. And then um, I had some, um, a lot of friends living in Santa Barbara. So I spent quite a bit of time in Santa Barbara. Okay. And, uh, you hear that, you guys? It's another uh, drink being mixed up. <laughs> Something delicious. Yeah. Looks like a blood orange Los Sundays margarita. Oh yeah, Lyndon's favorite. You're speaking my language. What do you think of this? Good, huh? Very good. I think that's a good. Everything's amazing. So unfortunately we're not filming this, but we've had a few dishes that are new that they're experimenting with for the new outpost 2.0. 2.0 off of Bristol and Sunflower. And uh, yeah. we've had, a, I guess, like we said before, we've had a couple cocktails. Looks like we have a blood red. Blood orange. Blood orange. Margarita. 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 Well, we've lost Sundays. Yeah. That looks good, hurry up. I want to taste it. LC's getting dusty. Yeah, I don't think you'll like that. You no? Know? <laughs> Slow down, you'll yeah. pass it, yeah. Pass, pass. That's not, that's kind of sweeter than I thought it was going to be. It's got a crazy color, I like it. Yeah, it's a beautiful drink. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm. Daddy likey. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty refreshing. So, how many drinks do you plan on having on the menu? Um, cocktail there? list, I think we're doing about 10 to 12. Specialty cocktails, and then uh, all the classics, and, and then I'm doing a sangria garden, which is like really promoting, you know, all the fruits that we do in the kitchen, uh, all fresh produce, all in these big glasses, pitchers, yeah, chunks of fruit in there, yeah, yeah, chunks yes. of fruit. So everyone looks at it and goes, oh wow, you know, and so we'll do a white and a red. Me and, my, me and my wife love sangria, especially my wife. And but having that like but 
chunk. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing and a chunk podcast. of uh, fruit in there is mandatory. Tasting. And I'm eating food. <laughs> I'm kind of busy. Win, win, win. No, I don't want to be a pirate for Halloween. The boss is on the phone. Dude, you are a pirate. <laughs> You're a hazmat pirate. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't want. I don't think I want to be Spider-Man either. I know Laser does, but dude, my Grom's gonna be Spider-Man. It's a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Sort it out. I do, I do. But I'm kind of sorry about that. That's my wife asking me for what costume I want for Halloween. Yeah. And my little kid Laser wants. He's a, just all about Spider-Man right yes. now. So he wants actually the whole family to be Spider-Man. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so we could roll on the streets. Kind of late in the game, we ain't like Halloween's tomorrow. Well, it's just, it's this American thing that I'm trying to adapt to. Yeah. Because they don't have Halloween in... No, we don't really embrace it. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. That's it. That's the, the commercial side of America right there. Oh, my God. 8.7 8. billion spent on this holiday. Is that uh, right? Nation. Yeah. 8.7? Really? Yeah, and it's down from like the last two years, which is how... Yeah, and that's costumes and candy and decorations, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. How'd you get that stat? I listen to the news. You know, I stay on top of you know current current Larson's current affairs. Smeller. You know, when I'm investing in the um, Halloween stores. Don't dump it. This is a little crazy fall what? special. Yeah, it's just coming up for the hell? holidays. It's squash? It's a little squash. Yeah, yeah kombucha. Acorn. Kombucha squash. Oh, and then I've got a little uh, prime. With an egg on it? Yeah. Oh, you got to take a picture of that. Yeah, no, a little grass-fed, um, grass-fed skirt steak, as well as organic uh, marinated mushrooms. My. And uh, purple organic potatoes in uh, a kombucha boat. Can I just and a nice poached egg? They're just I'm gonna have to post a picture of that right now. Like now. That's, yeah. That's like, now. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. You gotta put the mic. Right there. Oh yeah. You gotta you gotta advertise, bro. There you go. Chow. Don't drop it. Three. Boom. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool looking. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's our little, that's our little fall Christmas tree for brunch. Fall, festive. That's our color. Little November tree right there. Put a fried egg on everything, and everything is delicious. Yes. <laughs> so, you met your wife in New York at a trade show. Was she a, a sales rep as well, or working for a brand? Or a buyer? Or? Funny. <laughs> this, <laughs> model? This is what I'm apparently supposed to wear. Oh, you're King Tut. <laughs> or some, some or pirate. Genie, pirate? Uh, pirate would be awesome. Should be a pirate. Yeah, I met her in, um, in New York at a trade show. And um, she just signed on to the brand that I was working for oh, as wow. a US sales director. Um, so and you were global, yeah. So you were. The I was kind of like, I was kind of palming off the the region to her. So I knew that she was she'd been appointed out here as the U.S. sales director, but I hadn't met her yet. Um, and so when she was out prior to that, she was interviewing in Australia while I was out here selling on the road. And then when I'd come back to Australia, she'd left already and gone back to New York. So she was interviewing, so I'd already come out a couple of times, so I was kind of handing off the, 
the business tour. Um, we're at a trade show. Yeah, I was like, hello. <laughs> you must be Elizabeth. She was like, you must be Jay. <laughs> Perfect. I know. And then, uh, Lust yeah. at first sight then. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. And But it was like hardcore to start. It was like, like basically like, so, what's your story? Who do you think you are? You don't know America. I know this country. This is my country. Wow. And I was like, wait a second. I'll tell you where what my stores have been, where I'm in. And she's like, ooh, you kind of know this business. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you finished? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, my turn. And just came back and just <laughs> fired off these but shots at me. your place? Yeah, and then put me back in my place. And I was like, ooh. She's saucy. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to fire her. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh, no. So I came back to Australia and the boss was like, so what do you think of Elizabeth, the sales director that we appointed over there? And I was like, yeah, I don't think she'll last. <laughs> In all seriousness, you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, she, she's kind of good. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think she'll last. It's all rough around the edges, you know? A little, little, little uh, you know. Up front, yeah, and then so I was like itching to get back, obviously, yeah. trying, to, trying to make excuses to yeah. fly yeah, back to America. I think yeah. I gotta go do a road trip with uh, yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah, so that was the thing, and I got back a couple of times and yeah, did this whole thing. And then she came out to Australia, and yeah, all things went sparkly. So, you, you uh, spun a web out there. I did, I did. Yeah. I hook, and consider. Like the Australian way. Australian we, web? Yeah, we just, uh, you know, beat, beat chicks over the, the head with a bat and drag them back to our cave. And <laughs> I wish we could still do that. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> but ironically, she's originally from Newport. Yeah. And this is, you know, so not a bad place to end up. So yeah. how long did she and you do, what was that brand called? It was called Sydney, right? No, no, no. That brand that I worked for was um, that we met with was called Wish. Wish. Yeah. Okay. How long did you guys do Wish for? Um, we were there for like I was there for like three years, and she was there for like a year and a half. Yeah. And then, and then, what did you do after that? And then we joined forces to do the Sydney. So you did create a brand called Sydney. Yeah. Okay. So a women's contemporary brand. So it's a it's more like a fashion house. So it was a gateway for Australian fashion labels to bridge the gap between you know Sydney and New York, and that was the name because Sydney is without an E, so it was S Y D N Y, bridging the gap between Sydney and New York. Yeah. Wow. wow! You just so, blew my wow. mind. Wow! <laughs> That's where all my school came in here. Wow! You're like, I need to mirror and mesh these two <laughs> two cities. That's pretty creative. You did go to school. You did. You are first up with that? Are you sure? Doesn't sound like that. on the phone. I don't think Hazmat would come up with something like that. Yes, just straight up? No. Straight up to kill you? No, 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 I've got some smoke. Wow, it smells like alcohol. That's a barley gin. 
Barley gin. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I like barley gin. Malted barley, so it's like a Scotch um, whiskey maker that created it. It's pretty unique. Yeah. It tastes better than it smells. Oh, yeah. I think this is the right. American. That's the American. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the American. Yeah, this is the American dry. It's a regular gin. That smells like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> but it tastes good. Yeah, I mean, gin's just flavored vodka. The smell though <laughs> kind of throws you off. Yeah. Open your mouth and smell. It's definitely better that way. Yeah. But when you go. <laughs> Yeah, you like, shouldn't smell hard alcohol like that. It's like burning yeah. your senses. Oh, <laughs> it's probably a I really, I really like oh. yeah, Have you ever gone tasting on hard alcohol? No, bro, I haven't. There you go. Is that the one I just had? The barley? No, oh. so I thought that was the barley, but he poured okay. the regular gin first. So this is the barley gin. You could just ice cube drink. Oh, oh Jesus. It's like sucking something or something. That's really good. Um, that's yeah. the barley. I like to try. Yeah, that's going to put fire in, in your belly. <laughs> Whoa. More of a mouthfeel. So is that, what is that? Is it gin? So that's the one made from barley. Okay. Yeah. So a gin. Like yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm a gin guy. Really? Because all the old dudes really kind of get into gin when they get older. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Spell. I like, the only one you didn't like was the... Uh, Smoking room. Well, the yes. buzz was good, the John Doe, and that rum sour. So Larson is oh, no, the eating the squash slash skirt steak slash mushroom slash not sharing it at all with me. Oh, oh, it is? Which one is that one? Son of a bitch. Oh. I just had the skirt steak, it was amazing. With an egg. Did you like the I did decide that. I think I had that was one I had a reaction on it. But that has nothing to do with the flavor was good. Mm. So oh, okay. um, I did like that one. Uh, yeah, I kinda like the all the buzz better and the John Doe, the Captain's Reserve and oh. this one. Okay, and then the rose sorry, the one with the rosemary was really good. So the sage. The that was the. Uh, that was the sour that's on the back. That's the rum. Blood, orange, margarita. Yes. Larson's busy. making himself at home, <laughs> going behind the kitchen. I can call you tomorrow. Thinks he owns uh, this place already. You guys do this a lot yeah. where you go out. Um, I don't usually make cocktails. I just do that for like I did for Blue Water Grill. I used to work there, and then they went the Actually, Robert called me while I was here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I. Was, a, I live three minutes away from here, and I enjoy doing it. How is the Blue Water Grill? Blue Water Grill is fantastic. Yeah. Best seafood around. Yeah. Best spoiled. Um, they have this like Ponzi Sea Scout on the half shell. They call them the Sea Bonbons. Really amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've been there in a long time, but that place is good. I'm spoiled with seafood. I spent half my life with my mom's from there, so like I can eat really raw fish. Same here. Same here. We go to Healdsburg a lot. We stuff to the fire cave right now. It wasn't so expensive because that all the time, right? Where did you guys surf? Um, nine. Nine? Was it good? Yeah, it was fun when we first got out there, but you know, Dave takes a hundred years to get organized, you know, dropping the kids to the pool. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I saw you pull in the 22nd and then 
Yeah, I was trying to flip because it's so busy that time you can't do a U-turn. Yeah. So I had to go to the line. Yeah. Is that you today? No. A buddy. A buddy of mine. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Wait, you guys, okay, this is before you leave. This is called Whoa. The, this is called the Ring of Love. This is, this is the Valentine Puss. That's the wreath of. That is beautiful. Nice presentation. Hang on, bro. Yeah. Gotta get the logo in there, though. Greta, there's so much food up here. I need you to taste it because I need a second opinion. No, I don't want her to taste it. Yes! We've been drinking. No! Yes! Nice meeting you. Yeah, you guys, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, right on, thank you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Right? I want to eat a tentacle. Go for it. It's all yours. We've already tried. This is all me. And then there's some over here. Oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna help out. Okay. Cut me off a tentacle. Cut off a tentacle. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, you're so Really good. Wow. Wow. How's the octopus? Amazing. Nice sear, nice little crisp, and it's really tender. Wow. And what was this one? That skirt steak and squash? Skirt, mushrooms, yeah. And such a good fall dish, right? Mm. The tentacles for the octopus. Wow. You ready to wine or you? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, we're ready. <laughs> uh -uh. Let me cleanse yeah, my, my palate. Right. Yeah, we're gonna promote the wine. Right. This is Lyndon. This is Jay. Yeah, it's me, Jay. Lyndon. Jay, 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 Linda, got it, yeah. Britta. This is Britta? Yeah. Kelsey. We've got Britta. Hi. Sorry. Chelsea? Where are you from? Kelsey. 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 I'm Linda. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Jay. Jay, Jay. another Jay. Oh, and then I'm like that. Can't forget that one. How long have you guys been affiliated? Jay's been a good friend for five years now? I think when I first moved here, maybe like eight. Yeah. So I've been there eight years. Okay, I can't yeah. do the tentacle thing. Oh, it's so good though. It's so tender. I'm gonna take the part without the suction. Really Pickled egg is amazing. Yeah. I didn't think I'd like it, but it's pretty damn good. I gotta try the uh, beet. So I think it's not Ozzy if you're gonna beat in there. So have you guys okay, been in the restaurant business too, or? To your first four yeah, good, good friend sweet yeah, that's it. here we go yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like oh yeah i need to get in the restaurant business i think uh i mean i've always been a fan of this place and i think that area needs something like this you know it's totally it's a, kind of a unique style restaurant that would be well, what's the cafes and stuff on the back side of what's that street? Um, Sunflower? Or? No, so you got Sunflower Bristol, but the one that kind of kept, like 45s, and there's that little breakfast cafe like on the back side. On the back, you know, you know. Here's Crystal Court. Yeah. Right, and then this is Sunflower, and then Bristol's here. Okay. So. 
Yeah, no, we're all set for you. I'm going to grab some glasses. Yes, we're good. Jay, you're, you're like, uh, here's Crystal Court, here's Crystal, and then here's Sunflower, right? So where are you? In the middle on, on Sunflower? or on the, on the intersection of Sunflower and Bristol. Okay, so right over here. Yeah. Yeah. Where, uh... I really like that. Phil's coffee just opened up. I like, I like Phil's this, coffee? I like salty. It's super good. But I like salty. Oh, I'll just do it. So good. Can I? I do yeah. wine. Yeah. So Britta yes. is joining us, and she really works for... I work for Winebow. Winebow. We're a distributor of fine wines and spirits. Awesome. And we're going to do, we're focusing on Chardonnay, Cabernet, and Red Table. I like all of that. <laughs> I got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> The roots of Outpost is what brings everyone together. Like the amount of conversations and and like do you, do you, people that sit at this table and go, "Oh my God, are you serious? You know that person? That person? What about change numbers? Everything like." I see it all day, every day. Take the eavesdrop on all your customers. Fuck yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I get the dirt. <laughs> no, but it, but it's true. It's a, it's a one degree of separation. But it is. And it's not just in like Orange County or Costa no, Mesa, Newport Huntington. It's, it's the whole world. But if that's your circle, you know, like your Costa Mesa, Huntington, that's your one degree. But if your one degree is here to Seattle, Washington, then that's your one degree. If your one degree is from here to Sydney, then that's your one. You know, like it's all kind of comes. You know, but it, but come here. Whole circle. But it's three hundred sixty degrees. It's crazy. What? But for here on the it's west, such a small hey, world. this world's flat. What are you talking about? The world's hey, flat, bro. <laughs> but if if we're here west side though, west side is very like small and very you know. Coast of like, Mexico. Coast of Mexico. <laughs> Love those guys. You say that, but I'm a Calderon. <laughs> you say that, but everything is here, right? All the brands are here, right? But like, that's why I did communal seating in this place because everyone knows everyone. But if everyone doesn't know everyone, they should know everyone. You know what I mean? So it almost forces people to forces people to interact, and the amount of networking, and the amount of friendships, and the amount of Everything that I see here is just a beautiful thing. It's like I, I people that come in and they're like hesitant to sit next to someone because it's out of their, you know, realm. But they sit down and they're like, oh, all right. And then they end up talking to a couple next to them, or you know, a couple of guys or whatever. And everyone's just like exchanging numbers at the end of it. That's what Outpost Kitchen's about. Like, you know, you know, like again, this example, Josh. With you two. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, it's the same thing. Oh my god, I know this person. He's like, oh, I lived in Huntington for a few years. But it's the whole thing is joining everyone a bit closer. And that's what Outpost Kitchen is all about is joining everyone a little closer. Mental wise. Vote capsizing. What happened? How'd that happen? OC's pressing. What happened? Give me the grit. What happened with your boat in the mental wise? Alright, so. Okay, sorry. 
so. you telling me? All right, Brie, I'm going to talk Pour a glass of wine. I can't pour it. I'm going to tell this story. Okay, go ahead. But you gotta pour another one. Okay. But there's so many Did you more stories. This one? Did yeah, you this is nice? just one of many. I want to know who's taking this. But we gotta get this off our plate, Linda. Yeah, yeah. Linda's Skull person. drag right there is not it. Textbook. You want to give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> Textbook Cabernet. It's a blend. This is a blend. Textbook Cabernet. <laughs> Put that in your keg. Put that in your keg and sell it. So you guys, <laughs> that's your tap I, one. I, I was just <laughs> asking Jay. Which one? The, uh, the, the, the good-looking one. Whoa! So, what do you mean? He looked at me. In the, in the world of surfing, said, the no best fire. surf trip is the Mentois, which is in Indonesia. Indo, you're, yeah. you're usually on a boat. And Jay was, Jay Lewis was in Indonesia, <laughs> and his boat sank. His boat sank, you guys. In the middle of nowhere, in the Indian Ocean, he, his boat sank and he almost died. And I want to hear the story. What happened? Ah. Were you alone or were there more people? There was more. There, were, there was a group of us, um, a group of eight. Um, so it came to about that I knew this guy that um, knew the Ripco family and um, a lot of the pros had booked the boat for that week because it was on the Ripco search boat and um, got cancelled. So there was a window of opportunity that was presented to us. And, you know, so I was like, oh, let's get a crew together and go to Mentow Eyes on one of the famous boats there. You know, so. What boat was it? It uh, was uh, the search boat, the original search that was you know, built by Martin Daly, which is one of the pioneers of those islands, the Mentawa Islands. So the boat was like built well, it was three stories, um, and it charted all the islands. So it was well equipped, been in X amount of movies and, you know, campaign stories, marketing, everything. So we're like, yeah, let's get on it. Perfect window. You know, surf was pumping, so you know we jumped on the on the on the boat, and there was a good mix. There was like four Aussies and four Californians, um, so it was a great mix. Everyone kind of knew each other, and uh, yeah, we set off sail out of um, Penang, out of um, and then got out onto in the Mentawais, which was my six been out there six times the almost six trip and uh, went to Lance's left which was like one of the first stops <laughs> straight out of the gates and uh, surf was epic it was we had such a great time just epic day of waves sat on the back of the boat of the search eating good food seafood drinking beer bintangs everyone's like yeah like you know like reminiscing of the day it was sick it was super sick and uh and then the waves big yeah it was like a good you know head and a half high and just reeling down the reef it was epic but not anything crazy it was just yeah it was was really good 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 what you want to go to Indo for it wasn't too crazy it wasn't small it was just like that perfect size where you could just like 
six, seven hits down the reef, maybe get barreled on the inside, yeah. and it was fun. A couple of, but towards the end of the day, a couple of Brazo boats rolled up, and you know, it was like good crowd. Everything. Yeah, but we're still like pumped because we got so much waves, and you know, we're at the back of the boat, and you know, drinking and having fun, and then the next morning there was another two more boats came in that night so there was like eight boats in the middle of nowhere so this place is in the middle of nowhere so you wake up in the morning and there's eight boats that's a lot of people so we went around the corner to HT's yes and uh, there was only two other boats there so we were the third boat in the morning and uh, oh it was pumping though it was firing so I got me being like me in a grom got super excited could barely put my leash on and i'm all over i'm the i've got to be the first one over jumping off the boat paddling out going get one on the inside that means yeah, yeah. all those crazy sound whatever he's getting barreled yeah that was epic and then so i'm frothing that hard i try and paddle out before in front of everyone else paddling out, jumping off the boat. I've already got one. I need to get the next one. Pretty greedy. And that's probably my, you know, super frothing Aussie coming out of me. attitude. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going to two ends of this yeah. set way. Before anyone's even out there. So I was like, everyone came out the back. I'm like, fuck these guys. Like, I've already got one. I'm paddling deeper. <laughs> so I got deep and deep and... This set came and everyone's like kind of paddling for it and then everyone's like oh no this is right on the ledge no nah, no nah, we'll pull over it and then i just paddled into it like fuck these guys bang i've already got one and everyone's like looks back and goes oh my god i can't believe you fucking went for that and i just free throw out the lip held it and just pulled in and there was no exit and um second wave snapped the pause snapped my leash got um got done in um the set to the boat yeah i jet ski came in and uh yeah picked me up broken board everything and then i spent the rest of the morning on the shoulder <laughs> on, my, on my backup board <laughs> so i didn't end up well but had another session there and then um we all decided that there was a lot of crew in the in the northern area and we should head down to Lighthouse yeah. because there was good swell direction coming down there and not many of the boats that do it and we're on the search so you know it's a good it's good got, size it's, boat it's, yeah. it's got range yeah and they're knowledgeable of the area totally. yeah. it's got girth and we Girl. had we had 40 cases of bintang at least you were ready a case of Johnny Walker Black some rum but wine we had shit tons of stuff we brassies bring it on <laughs> two weeks down there fine so we we're like yeah let's go to what lighthouse so second night right so we already spent the first night at um, lancers went around the corner to ht surfed all day and then we're like yeah you know we're doing night crossing to ht's and all the boys like i mean uh lighthouse do a night crossing to lighthouse Everyone's like, yep, let's do it. So, doing a night crossing, and Jay, you know, it takes nine, ten hours. At least. It's a, a whole night trip. Yeah. It's deep. 
buds. Yeah. So a lot of boats don't do it because, because it's a big track. If you're in, yeah, um, so the nine ten hour trip uh, left around about eight o'clock after doing sunset beers on the on the back eating um, seafood and drinking bintangs, live loving life. Yeah. And then um, got down halfway down and it was like one o'clock in the morning all, all we hear is like everyone up on deck now and we're like single file out of the cabins boom 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 and everyone was single file it was weird because everyone got up at the same time to count the names and everybody's no just everyone was sleeping and then we just hear this everyone on deck now like the top of the lungs everyone kind of like got out zombified out of the the bunks and got single filed out of the cabins and down the uh, down the hallway up the stairs and into the main cabin and everyone's like delirious everyone's wiping their eyes and stuff going what's going on oh shit there's a lot of water over the transom and we we're like oh and then there's you didn't feel you didn't feel the boat hit anything like oh, no 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 you're asleep but we were 10 miles offshore yeah so you can't be hitting anything wow so there was all the lights were off yeah so there was no power and we were just breaching bang 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 so it was waves like, were hitting the boat. oh yeah there was some good swell on the water too like good size swell and wind luckily no rain just lots of wind and swell bang just breaching and I was like oh my god the TV's even shattered TV was on the floor like big LED screen just bang smashed on the floor and then everyone's like oh don't step there there's glass everyone's out and then you know we go down into the engine room and there was like water up halfway up the engines there's two like massive diesel engines yeah and there's water like and the floor the floorboards have lifted and hitting the engine and everything else around there because the engine bay is like a good size engine bay you can walk around yeah yeah and you got these two massive diesel engines and there's an indo and they're just going i don't even know what's happening freaking out so all the all the crews freaking out and i'm like all right so a friend of mine me um me and luke which is another aussie he's a engineer so we were trying to like Suss out the situation. The the backup pump wasn't working. You just go from like straight to sleep to like yeah survival survival mode. Okay, cool. We're we're sinking. It looks like and there's lots of water in the engine bay. All right, the backup bilge pump's not working. But you felt like the boat could pull it if you were really, like yeah. you know get rig, to work. Yeah. So Luke is an engineer. Out. So we're like, well, well let's you Dude. know rig a you know. A, Bilge pump. Here. Yeah, yeah, let's get a, like a pump going and sort of like that. So he's trying to get a pump. I was like, oh, there's so much water coming in. I'm just gonna like bucket waters. So I was like filling buckets of water and passing it out. And one of the other guys was throwing it overboard. Bring it back to me. Bang, 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 constantly. But the floorboards, the floorboards were hitting me in the shin. So I had like these massive after it, like these massive black bruises on my shins and legs and stuff because all the floorboards and all the stuff in the engine bay were like hitting me how many guys how how many crew versus how many like guests on the boat so it was eight guests and there was four four crew crew. just typical it's a 12 man crew on a boat like that um but the the captain right was just freaking out he was like locked himself 
in the captain's room. Totally locked himself in the captain's room. So one of the guys, um, which is from here, local boy, um, Pete Nevins, is a merchant marine who lives down on the shores, was lucky enough to have him on board. He was like coordinating the whole thing. And he was like trying to bang down the captain's door, but he locked it himself in there. Mm. So he's doing, so uh, Pete found all these um, flares, trying to light up flares. Oh my gosh. So you have, you have uh, but SOS, like already out? Yeah, yeah. So the we, we hear the captain going, Mayday, Mayday, blah, blah, blah. X amount is going down, but there was no, there was no rebound on the radio. Oh. So go back. What? They woke you up in the middle of the night and said what? Like, you got to evacuate or just get to the top Jack. of your own? They woke you up in the middle of the night. Where are we, Britt? Done. We got mail. Well, hello, boys. No. Can't complain. This was uh, turning into so like fun. No. Bringing cocktail tasting to food tasting to meeting cool guys but the like would you even drink that much did you see you need a photo of how many bottles of wine we got there. it yeah <laughs> like yeah i don't think we you, you know i think we need another uh, like partner or two because yeah. we would totally our oh, palates are so oh, in tune with what you guys are yeah. looking yeah. for pleasure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Pleasure. yeah. That last we're gonna uh really you guys are you guys are gonna kill it yeah. Yeah. Nice so, to meet you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Outpost yeah. Kitchen is gonna fucking kill it. Yeah. Well, the amount of people you know, we know, yeah. 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 it's gonna, gonna kill flood this shit yeah. out. Right it's now. gonna be awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. stoked on it. It was yeah. a really, really good to meet you guys. Right on. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a follow-up one. Yes. We'll see how this comes out, but we might have to do a little editing and interview. Yeah. But hey, it was a little kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's raw. That's that's how we, how like, it was raw, but it kind of just worked out. That's how we do it. If it sounds good, it sounds good. That's when we're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win. We're going to win for 10 pizzas. What did I say? I said like four and eight. I said four and eight. Right on, you guys. Have fun. Right on, you guys. We're going to finish all these. Yeah. Right on. Pleasure. Okay, let's do it again. Okay, we're going to talk about friends. Yeah, say what you have to say. Yeah. Say hey, we're, we're probably going to be at the oh, great yeah, opening. So let's do tequila. Bristol? Oh, sure. Jay, we're going to do at? tequila. At Bristol? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so that would be right. Agave yeah. spirits. We're, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to bring agave spirits. We'll do an agave spirits. We know people, bro. We're going to fucking stuff that place. I mean, our buddies are like, buddies with us. Let's do this. We love it. That's what it's all about. We're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You guys are available. Yeah. We have two little kids. So got yeah. Oh, yeah. Tequila. Those little shits got to get in the way. I've got, yeah. um, I, you know what? I've got, I've got my tequila. <laughs> okay. I just need mezcal. Is mezcal. it a diffuser tequila? Yeah, I have um, Make sure it's not Lost Sundays. Sure we always got little shits in the way. Yeah, my friends are you the best, one of the best tequilas. Because yes. <laughs> you know, so you know the Editing it out. out. In the organic and all that. All right, one more. There you go. No, you Party time. No, we're doing um. Uh, well, those ones down there. Oh, they're the ones oh, we're trying to. Oh, we're gonna do those too. The blends. Are you ready to do the blends? So, so Smith and Hook. This is the one I really want to try. Kids. Yeah. This is um. Kids. From the Monterey area. There you go. Yeah, 
you guys. And then there's also I like the uh, too. I like the bottle. It's about how sexy. Marketing and hook. Okay. No, this is new. I know, but I, I just got. No, but this is new. Yeah. It has a little bit more of a bite to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, for 17. She's gonna start. Just like me. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Just like me. Smith and the Hook. Yeah, you Frog's Leap. Yeah, you do. Frog's Leap or Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it all. I love it all. You made some bad one in the bun. You know, Brett, I would expect nothing less nothing from you less to me. bring only the exceptional wines right. from Central Coast all the way up to I, North yeah, like and beyond. Trip. New Zealand, in Australia, in, your, in Europa. Um, Europa? Joshua and Kelsey, are, they're, they're fun. They are got, fun. Yeah, they're really nice. And they know their wines, too. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. And we know... And they know. That's fucking great. Is there? Okay. We have two more. Two you more? Know, the fact that yeah. we're doing red blends now. Do I like red blends? I don't think I like. So. Dude, you like Charles Shaw, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can, yeah. We can. You're like bringing that over for we're like game night, time. and I'm like, dude, I thought cookie went over there, bro. Lars snooty. There we are. He's kind of snooty. Totally. Yeah, I'd rather be snooty on the wine than two buck chuck. <laughs> Hey, this matches you and the Golden West era. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? Hey, it's going it off, bro. I'm like, really? Are you going to go on that? Yeah, we are. We're going to go on that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's going off. But you know what? He does rip. Yeah, totally. Okay. He's the rip eternal Charles bro. Shaw, I mean, rips Golden West. Salvestrim. Cavazzo. So this She's is... She's pregnant. Oh, That's an old pregnant. man. So the Salvestrims have been in Napa for forever. His Italian father bought property, and he actually bought the Dr. Crane Vineyard. The Dr. Crane Vineyard is the most famous vineyard in Napa. He actually has a, Ooh, like a little that. small little bed and breakfast. It's a blend. It's like Cabernet, Merlot, a little Malbec in there. It's a, it's a traditional blend. Uh, all the sacred fruit, small production, family owned and operated. That is good stuff right there. When they do a blend, is it typically like we really like the best of the maybe three partitions like you know maybe it's a Syrah maybe it's a cat maybe it's you know like how do they um, how do they pick a blend is it yeah, yearly they a little bit like take hey this we're gonna take 60 this year and the next year like you know what didn't taste the yeah, same we're gonna take yeah. it's pretty yeah, for sure and you think about like Bordeaux Bordeaux yeah. for the most part always a blended wine yeah Chianti's a blended wine I mean you know all these yeah. different wines are so it's interesting to see what the winemaker kind of does yeah, I mean, that's a fun. I'm not opposed to a, a, a blend or any. I, oh no, you want to be Bordeaux's a blend. It's the you know the greatest. It's right? Bordeaux's a region, so it's like yeah, you're Bordeaux's taking, a region and they're. You know what? You gotta invite me back, but I gotta include my wine. She is a like we. I love wine. I'm we'll all, ADD, and I'm all about like what tastes good and whatever. You she like she takes she true. takes notes. She knows. She's like, I like the terroir of this one, and I like the way this one has like a. I'm pretty particular as well. Like I yeah. write down the ones that I really like. Yeah. Because there's a lot of wines out there, but I, there's some that are just as soon as I like sniff and taste, I'm like, 
bang, that's it. Yeah. And these are like this one, this one, this one, this one, definitely. These four are like done. I'm still on the fence with these two. I'd have Did to try. I'll leave them. I have to try and later tomorrow. those two. I like the Smith and Hook though. I know Tamara yeah, wants to try. Oh, that one too? Yeah. Is that the last one we just did? Yeah. Yeah. But those, I'm pretty That one's really dry. It's got a nice, like. I like. This is keg. It is? Wow. It's a keg one? It can be. Or it can be. Like, could be. It could be one or the other based on. I like what? that a lot. I like that. I, that's a small. This one. The, is that the Kavasa? Yeah, I kind of look. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of veering towards. I call it the fat man because he's sitting yeah. there full of fat. The old grandpa. Yeah. I feel like Grandpa's this. Still. That is better than this one. I think. Yeah, but that's that's a blend, and that's 100 percent cap. This one's a little drier on the kick, like at the end. It's got that nice full body, but it does have that like more. French like style like I'm just drinking I'm still tasting that like dryness that strong finish mm -hmm. I personally like it but I think maybe most people prefer like something that's not as dry I know or, but you know it's weird because I feel like in marketing ways Smith and Hook is well, very hook, trendy hook more people into it yeah Smith it's very, and Hook. It's, it, it, as far as labeling and marketing, like that's more trendy. No, but, but even on a, on on a on a um, uh, wine list, Smith, you Smith don't want to put Hook. this guy in his overalls and his fucking. Yeah, but you don't belly. see that on a wine list. You only see um, I know. this. Yeah. So Smith and Hook could be a good one. Yeah, yeah. you want a little pillow sure. going in that? Okay, we have one no. more blend though. Yeah. We have one more blend. But Kane. That one does taste like. Ooh, like I said, it's. One more. If you're looking for a full body, like casual, like red with a nice. I know that's the problem. I like the fat man more than Smith and Hook, but I like the brand name Smith and label. And yeah. Well, why don't you marinate on both of those yeah, you keep and get on. back to us? <laughs> the panel. Um, get back to the that panel. That one is next. So Kane, or it's right. It's that one there. Is it? Is that yeah. Okay, this is yeah. the blend. So Kane is. Um, all state grown fruit. He's got that. Like, he like I've been he's got to that the sense. winery. He I knows. went up there to the winery. I like it. It's definitely more low. It's got that berry-like taste. It doesn't have the dry kick. It's very smooth, but I mean, it's so hard to tell what your like demographics gonna want to want. You know, yeah. what they're gonna want. Well, you just have to. And, write and you gotta kind of. Yeah. You're gonna probably have to alter, you know, things. And believe me, I have no idea, but. That's no, true. Like, you, I'm gonna do like um, yeah. You're, you're gonna have like it's gonna be a three month trial, but yeah. yeah. I feel like I still want to stay true to my roots and like get into those you know, yeah. worldly wines, but keep it like similar to what people know, yeah. but it's a little outside the box. That's yeah. what Tamara's got. The reason why they lean on you to give you yeah. the best it's of the It's not a bad thing. Like this doesn't wow me. It's very like the NV15. It's good, but it doesn't give you that like. What am I? What am I drinking? 
You know, it doesn't make you think. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's. But do you think the a little bit more like older client like demographic would like that smooth kind of no neutral taste? No, because I think they're all like you have everything covered. I think they're. I mean, what did I just ask you? How many? I mean, if you were to break well, it no, into like a day. Well, no, no, no. You like thirty. From, well, no, no, I just mean like, from whites to rosés yeah. to sparklings to reds. That's yeah. a small no, list. About thirty different. Yeah. That's a small list. Yeah. That's a small list. That's a small, but and we just build on that as it goes. Yeah, you start off small and then you figure out what's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that like. So I think these guys are saying like, you need these are winners, 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 winners. So we've got like. Four wines that are super winners. Yeah. And a couple of possibilities. possibilities. Which yeah. is great out of what you presented. Like, yeah. That's a... This one. We tried this. We didn't like this. Which we've already got actually mainly wine by my whole list. I know. Now i got to take over the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what we need to get is some good So Pikes is agave. like in the, the reasoning. Done. What, what's that? Pikes Riesling. Oh. Done. We've got two paddocks. There's a lot of two stuff. Paddocks. Actually, we're heavily you. Yeah. So a Riesling or a pour like at the end? It's a dry Riesling. It's, it's, like, fucking, it's probably the you best. You better have some dark chocolate to fucking... It, no, or it's cheesecake or... We've already got the mix. We've already got cocktails. Good. Yeah. We should yeah. like a bartender. Bartender. Good lead or any bartenders. Right. Part two, Mezcal Day. Mezcal Yeah. Yes. Mezcal Day? Let's do agave What about, what about in champagne? Wait, you, you, do you represent champagne? We had already picked them, but we're not doing oh. Do you do tequila too? Oh, I do, yeah. Champagne's already? We're done. Mm. You missed Sorry. that boat. Oh. Boom, add that sink. It's sparkling. <laughs> you're going to do the jams, aren't you? The jams. You're doing the jams. Yeah, the jams. That's one of my favorite. Oh, that's good. Um, okay. So, so let's do agave. Tequila too? Yeah. She's all in one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I She's have like some, an angel. I ha- the I wine have angel. A, I'm a spirit When you... I have an, a, an Australian vermouth. It needs to be in your cocktail. What? Right? What? What is it? Australian vermouth. Vermouth? Really? Vermouth? You put in like your, so I've got Australian um, bitters, orange, uh, blood orange, and lime bitters. And then I've got um, Mr... Mr. Black, which is the coffee brew liqueur, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I've got um, Starwood. So let's do, I'll come back, we'll do, because you'll kill your palate. So we got to do the vermouth before we do... Uh, put the fire at the end, you know, like don't, <laughs> don't, don't ruin your palate beforehand, like... I love agave. Oh uh, fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some killer agave, agave. Mazante, tequila, agave. You don't need all that. We need mezcal. Out. I've got you the tequila yeah. sorted. Yeah, you need mezcal for sure. Yeah, so I'm looking for mezcal. I've got all the tequila sorted, all the agave sorted. I just need mezcal, actually. I like okay. a Let's bomb one. Let's do a bomb mezcal. One for your well and one for Vancouver. Yes. And then, um, like, you have to have, I mean, you have to have Australian for <laughs> I mean, right? It, 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 even yeah. if you served it just up. I think get them to come. I'll find oh, out. I'll email you. Your, and your account's all set up. You're ready to go. Sweet. Okay, what is everybody want to say? Okay. Um, anything red? Okay, I'm leaving all the 
<laughs> so you, you just can't have the two paddocks because that's Jay's. Yes. No, I don't want to take his. Don't his, take his two paddocks. Don't want to take his. And then this for um, Elizabeth. And and, and the mimosas. For mimosas. She's um, she's big on prosecco and how it tastes and everything. So. Mm -hmm. And I have more, but I thought this was a good price point. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's big on that, so she she want to dive into that. Elizabeth and Tamara talk every day. So the vermouth, day. it might be fun to do, those, I was thinking with those vermouths, to do some kind of lunch cocktail. Prosecco, and they have, they made a rosé vermouth, an Aussie rosé vermouth. Nice. Okay, so should I email you and we'll plan another day? We should finalize this week though. This week? Yes, because I've got to have my list done this week for print. Do you want to be Friday? What's today? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow's yeah, tomorrow. Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. Can't work tomorrow. has got to be with his kids, probably. I don't have kids. Has to be Friday. I have a kid, but she's, you know. You're going to be Mr. Uh, Spider-Man or, or Buccaneer. So Friday. Or Maybe Friday. Is that all right? Yeah. And we're going to finalize Friday. I've got, you're the, wine is the only last part. You've got and all the talk, And talk to Tamara if there's anything that's missing, holes. Yeah. Tamara might not be good on Friday because we're going to her house on Thursday. And she loves the party. <laughs> Friday, I think Monday. we'll have to do Friday because I have I have to do with Friday because I have to go to print. No later Monday. Wow. It can be Monday too. I, I, like, I, have I like to. your style you right here. Tamara I gotta do pull in HTs now. Friday. Do you want to do vermouth, and then I'll check with her to see if there's anything we're missing. Let me digest all this. Yeah. Get back through on the, on um, tomorrow. Yeah. We'll finish this um, drunken podcast. Okay. And I'll send drunken. This is about sophisticated palate tasting extraordinaires. This is it, right? For these sure. four. These four. And for then sure. these are babies. Oh, no, I forgot, the, I forgot the old man. Oh, the old man's good. So, you know what? We didn't even get halfway through your gig. Like, yeah, not even a quarter. Yeah, quarter. But that's okay. <laughs> Should we finish the boat, though? Now that we've had a gutload of wine. Boat would be good. All right. You doing good? <laughs> yeah. No, it's faded. You need faded? more wine. I know you're fading. No, it's faded. I'm, I'm not faded. You are. Get some more wine. You have like 20 bottles to fucking choose from. Ready? Give me, give me one. Yeah, of course. What do you want? I don't care. Red, dark. So we're on the boat. It's one o'clock in the morning. Evacuate. We're all up on deck. Evacuate. 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 So I'm in the engine room and I'm bailing buckets of water. And I'm seriously, I'm the only one in the engine room because. One of the Indo guys have run up on deck and gone, fuck this, we're sinking. Because you know Indos, like, they freak out. So Most of them can't swim, which can't is swim. fucking crazy. They're on a boat. So on a boat. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. So I'm bailing out water in the engine room, and it's half diesel and half water. Because obviously the oh. water is like three quarters of the way up the engine. And the floorboards have lit up, and I'm bailing pretty much water and... Diesel. Diesel and bilge water. Because the, the backup bilge pump doesn't work, apparently. So there's a lot of things that don't work. It's like a maintenance nightmare. nightmare. So 
bailing out water and the got and Luke's trying to jiggy rag a, a pump. That's not fucking working. And because the swells bang, 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 and he's like, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up. And he's like fucking all seasick because all he smells is diesel fumes and you know, getting pounded and the sold air. And he's like, I'm trying to jiggy rig a fucking diesel pump, like a pump to pump the, all this, all the water out. And he's like half the time, like spewing up over the side. Like, did, they, did they try to get like the rest of like the, the surfers into like the speedboat and the like behind or? No, 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 we're still saving the boat right now. Everybody's like, we're still saving the boat. Everybody's on board. So so, so the Indos are like, fuck this abandoned ship. The white guys are like, no, we'll save this boat. That's fucking, we've got, we're second night in, in two weeks. Fuck this. We're saving this boat. Yeah. Like everyone's got all this shit on there. Like, like I brought six boards. For sure. So I like bought two you're like, it's going down. Fuck the floating raft. I'm on my sixth board bag. Right yeah, there. yeah. I bought two board bags, double board bags. I'm like, fucking, we're there for two weeks. And I know we know. Oh, snap, boys, crazy. I'm bringing two board bags, oh whatever. And the boat handles it because it's like, you know, three stories, put all the boards up the top, bang, bang, bang. So everyone's like, nah, fuck this. Second night in, let's save this boat. So I'm like, buckling water out. Boom. And then Luke spewing out of the side, and then everyone's the just like rough. rough, just bang, bang, oh. bang, bang. And then I'm like, fuck. And then one of the guys are like, trying to go, Jay, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You can't bail out all this water. I'm like, I'll save this ship. I'll save that. Was there anybody else outside? Like, who was helping down below? Like, it was just me out. because there was floorboards down there. Just you know, all the all the. Everything's floating. Floating. Yeah, Everything's yeah, floating. Underwater. I'm getting hit in the head by a boat, oh like like a bucket and a fucking you know mop and you know all the shit that you have in an engine room. And by the time it got up to my shoulders, all the guys are like, "Nah, you got to get out." And I'm like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It's really gonna help. I like your you know determination. Dedication. Yeah, dedication. I was like, I was like, this is the second night, so I'm like, "Fuck this. We've got two weeks." We're gonna get save this boat, and uh, by the time of it, I got pulled out. I was like, I was swimming to the steps. <gasps> so That's scary. And so I get Cause out because boats can once they they get that back. Well, the engine room, yeah, the engine yeah. was full. The tr- back transom was like fairly submerged with water. And at this time, like, remember it's windy as fuck, and just the swell just going. So the swells was like, we'd look at him and go, oh shit, everyone brace themselves. Ah! And the swell would just rip over the transom. Why were they traveling at night in that big of rough seas? Well, because I don't think they were expecting it. Uh. So everyone's like congregating in the, in the, um, in the lounge part, in the yeah. cockpit part, and going, all right. And so Pete, uh, um, Merchant Marine from here, was like going, all right guys, grab all your like personal belongings, your passport, passport money, wallet, like, yeah, wallet back everything that, and anything. put it in a Ziploc bag. So he handed everyone like this like Ziploc freezer bag, Holy shit. and goes, put everything in there. And everyone's like trying to shove laptops in his <laughs> sandwich bag. So, like, so everyone just put their like passport, wallet, like all the like wedding rings, whatever it was, whatever it was yeah. in there. 
and um, handed it back. So we all went down, handed it back to him. He put it in a dry bag. He goes, all right, everyone's shit is in this dry bag. All right, we've got to evacuate and get off the fucking boat. TVs are going over, fucking... And did you know how far off the like island you were? No, well, we couldn't see. Yeah, it's we couldn't pitch see black. It's, it's pitch black. Yeah. Pitch black. Like, couldn't see it. You're hoping the swells, you're gonna jump into some life-saving raft, and the swells are gonna take you to an island. Yeah. I'm gonna take off. Thanks, bro. I know. Oh, so hey, there's a computer over there. Yeah. I'll take you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one more. Okay, yeah. good. I was like, oh my gosh. It's okay, gonna I'm gonna leave these. I'm gonna leave these all for you all. Let me figure it out. I'm going to store everything. And then uh, I'll, t- I'll see if Tamara wants to bring anything else. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks to you, like, Britta. Thank you. Nice meeting you're you guys. You're the Britta. Amazing. Amazing. Come back from this. Uh, we ask, please. This is Elsie Chardonnay. We're, we're going <laughs> to do it. Nice to meet you. We're going to bring you. Yeah. We got your info. You're on the podcast yeah. next time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. You surfed, right? Yes. Okay. You. Costco all the way. So. Thanks, Britta. Appreciate it. The fact that you're in the middle of nowhere. Thanks so much. And two paddocks. Thank you so much for that. That really made my day. No, you only got one. And sorry that it drained out so long. You sure? All right. Look at this guy. Hey, you're exemplified over there. Hey, the fact that you're underwater and it's pitch black, you know you're offshore. Like, were you talking amongst the people? Like, hey, what the fuck are we doing? Like, how do we. Like, well, the captain still locked himself in the captain's cabin. But you have, like, flotation devices outside of that, right? Well, we do. On, so on the top deck, there was, like, um, two life rafts. And it was, like,. I'm with you guys, like, fuck the captain. Kind of. The Indians were doing, like, congregating on their thing, and then we were doing on their thing, and it wasn't like, they were kind of freaked out, and they were trying to bust down the captain's door, but the captain's door, they kind of locked himself in there, the dude. Fuck. And I was like, what? And then he came out and freaked out, and got on a, one of the, there was two jet skis on the back on the transit, and he jumped on the jet ski, and pulled it, pushed it off, and jumped off, and took bailed it. On the jet ski, and we're like, "Wow!" Well, the boys are like, Pete and Sean looked at each other and me, and we're like, "Did the captain just fucking leave on a jet ski wow. as we're sinking?" Like fucking no direction. So, whatever, we just you know pulled all together and um, jumped into the rafts after you well, last minute. Well, the rafts were on the top, and so this is how badly and poorly maintenance was on this boat so the shackles on one of the life rafts were rusted so we couldn't get we couldn't pull it off it was like that life raft's not working it's totally rusted on it probably hasn't been certified or maintained in fucking years so we got one off and put one off so half the crew got into one life raft and then the other half there was a like a a tender, right? That we had. Yeah. And so the other half went in the tender. So it was me, Sean, and Pete at the end, and we were like, all right, we've got another jet ski on the boat, on the transom. And when you're like pumped and you're like got all this adrenaline coming through you, you're like, 
Right, we just picked everything. This. Everything yeah. sounds good if it makes sense. Well, and then then Pinkus looks at me and goes, "We can fucking lift this thing." Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, we can lift this thing." And there's three of us, and we just picked up the fucking jet ski and went straight over the fucking transom. Oh my god. By NG. So lift it up and just went boom straight over. Um, I've been on, I've been on a a boat in Mentalities and. We hit the gnarliest Chardonnay. Gnarliest seas ever in 110 foot. It's sure an excuse this podcast. LC just left the building to the bathroom, wobbling all the way down to the bathroom. You know, and, and, I, and am I hearing. Oh, he's, ah! he, he's, he's gonna edit it all out, so it doesn't matter. Mr. Chardonnay. But the fact that we ha- I've, I've been the, the roughest seas from Metawis to Sumatra, like that 60 mile gap or whatever it is, and we almost, I felt like we were gonna like drown or capsize or sink or whatever you kind of go into <laughs> you kind of go into like survival mode totally. in survival mode captain takes off on a you know jet ski jet ski everybody else one raft doesn't doesn't it's rusted you can't go like so how many are going on to the existing life so oh. half half the guys Got in the life raft, jumped in the water with a life jacket, yeah. jumped in the water because the boat was just like going down in the transom, like a rapid rate in of knots. In the middle of open ocean. Oh yeah. Oh. It was just fucking, you know, it's Titanic, like it, Titanic stock. It's, it's not, like, not like you're getting close to like a reef or rock coast. You're no, like, you're in the, the middle 10 of 10 miles north. offshore. Oh my gosh. So the back of the search boat. You know, and the search is a big fucking boat. It's three stories. It's At like, this point, do you have life jackets on? Yeah, so everyone's got life jackets Fuck, on. Yeah. And it, the swell's kind of picking up. And it's just like going bang, bang, like on the... Oh, on the right. yeah. So, so we're breaching. Yeah. yeah. Hardcore. Once the boat loses in, like, like power, Yeah. you're, no, su- no you're power. subjected to the swell. And you're yeah. getting blindsided. Because no power, no Normally, lights. you're getting, like... You're T-boning. Yeah. Which means... So everyone's jumping up. off in the life raft. Um, you hear this, Lennon? And there's yeah. a few people... Scary. So we've only got one life raft over because the other life raft is rusted, shackled on. And then... So we're down and we're trying to get the other jet ski because the captain is fucked off on the other jet ski in the middle of nowhere in the darkness and no one knows where he is. So me and a couple of other guys are trying to get the other jet ski off. Which we did out of pure adrenaline, just lifted it up and just pushed it overboard. Do you even know if it's fully loaded with fuel? Or well, we don't really know. We don't even know. care. Yeah. Like, it's just a flotation device yeah. at that time. Totally. And then oh, the tender was God. coming up, and there was guys in the tender, and then one was jumped over. So, Jeff's, one of the guys, was like, I've got all this case of water, because we need water. So, he's like, got all this case of water, right? And he's like, and all the guys in the tender are like, throw the case of water, Jeff. And Jeff's like, oh, you know, got adrenaline, and he just goes... Boom, and it what? goes straight over the tender for sure into the water and then we goes oh shit there goes all that water and he's like all right cool i'll go back and he's like goes back tries to find more water and all he could find was two johnny walker black bottles <laughs> perfect <laughs> he goes back out he goes 
I've already got fucking whiskey. And everyone's like, fuck it, throw it over. And he's like, no, I don't trust it. I threw the last bottle, the case of water straight over the oh side. He goes, I'm just going to jump in the water. So he jumps with his life jacket sinking. and two Johnny Bo- Black water, like bottles just jumping in the water. And as he jumps in, the wave hits him and he fucking releases his hands and the bottles of Johnny Walker Black sink to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> he comes in and goes, oh, fuck. They've gone. They've gone! The Johnny Walker has gone! Not the Walker. <laughs> the Johnny Walker's gone. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Walker's uh, gone. Fuck that. Yeah, so he got pulled up in the tender. Um, so we got no water, no whiskey, and there's still me, Sean, and Pete on the boat in the sinking fucking Titanic going down in the back transom. So we're like, all right, tent, jet skis off. And, all right, we've got a dry bag with all of our shit in there. We've got no water. We've got no whiskey. What about food? Um, we've got no Look, food. Oh. So, but we've got all our shit, so. No. You just assume, like, the, the storm's going to blow you into the yeah. island. So You're not going to stay out there for very long. So we're trying to jump in the tender because that's all that was left. So the captain's got one jet ski, and the other jet ski's floated away with someone else. And Jeff's in the ocean lost two bottles of Johnny Walker Black and he's blown around and no one sees him. You shouldn't let him in the boat? No, they the didn't. Tender, yeah, actually, sorry. You, you. He actually didn't get in the boat. Yeah. No boat. It's so awesome. Yeah. Don't, don't stop. I know. We're, we're in the midst of uh, halfway through as um, Jeff jumped overboard and dropped the Johnny Walker Black bottles straight to the bottom of the air. Money shot's coming. Johnny Walker. Yeah, we were telling the whole story. We're on the podcast, so I got about I'm halfway through the story and halfway through another bowl of wine. We'll be done soon. No, I'm doing with LC Linden. Maybe uh, wow. sooner. I'm taking an Uber. I will. Where are you? Are you in that car? Oh wow. Pass that on this white bro. Should pass them those whites, bro. Right. I'll be I'll be soon. I'll get so many bottles of wine. Guy. That's ridiculous. You're a red guy. Like Fifty. Holy red guy. Alright. Oh, right. And you didn't right. pass out those wines, bro? Alright, that was a pause. Bunny Fufu, the wife. The manager. The manager, the boss. The, the, the boss. Yeah. Lennon didn't pass up on the whites. I know. Yeah. Oh, you, you we'll didn't dump. LC, you, you didn't dump. What? You didn't dump. What? You just kept drinking, you didn't dump. No, it's okay. Anyway. Good job, people. No. So, you know what? The fact that you're almost drowning in the middle of okay. the, the Indian Ocean or whatever. What was it? Indian? Is that? Yeah. That's fucking Indian Ocean. Scary. So, we've got the tender, right? And now me, Pete, and Sean have already thrown the jet ski off. And now it's our time to jump into the tender. So, we've got to time it. So, the swell's coming. It's like, all right, brace. And the tennis just hit the boat. And we're like, all right, cool. You gotta time your jump. And there's like three guys in the tender and they're like, all right, let's go. And Sean's like, all right, I'm jumping. And dude's like 220 pounds. Fuck him <laughs> Straight in there. And then Pete's like, the merchant marine, he's like, Jay, you go. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'm next. <laughs> I can time it, bang. It's like, jumping into like the abyss it's like bang and hopefully someone catches you 
And at that right moment, a wave came and fucking ended up hanging off the, the tr- uh, their top canopy. There's a steel what, what canopy. What do you think the swells were like? It was like six, eight foot, like, you know, from like, I mean, it was really rough. Like swell was probably eight to 10. Fuck. Yeah. It was well over and my you're head. Jumping, you're, you want to jump and land and I connect. Know. But when you when you try and jump and little things would trigger you, you're like, I jumped too high. And then I'm like, I'm too high. I'm like, jump, jumped onto the the canopy and grabbed it. And then they pulled me in. And then Pete got in. And then we got off, like, off. And then we're like, Jeff, Jeff. Because Jeff, you know, dropped the bottles of Johnny Walker. And we're like, Jeff, where are you? And he's like, I'm over here. And we couldn't see him because it's so black. Oh. And then he's like drifted away, and then so the 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 captain came around, the Indo captain came around and tried to find grab Jeff. He's like, oh shit, I've got to go back and try and help these guys because shit's going down. And then he actually ran him over, fucking ran him over, and like hit him in the head, and he almost drowned. And there was another Indo crew that grabbed him by the jack, like his life vest, yeah, and pulled him back up. So there was a lot of heat on the captain at that moment. Um, so Jeff was like, fine, fine. We put, we went around in the tender, grabbed him, put him in the tender. And then so half the crew were in, half the team were in the tender and half were in the life raft. Yeah. And then the sun started coming up and it started getting calm. Swell died down, wind died down and the boat was, you know, sinking completely and then by the time it submerged so we got connected by like a tether like a you know you're you know like most of the tenders and like the you know you're you're no it was just one life raft yeah the captain on the jet ski which was well away from us because he was so ashamed and then us and the tender and then when the the boat completely submerged the other life raft just popped up because that's what they do you know you know when the boat submerges life raft just you know pops up so once the vortex finished because when a boat sinks yeah it brings in this whole vortex and you don't want to go near it because everything pulls you down so once that was done we went around and grabbed the other life raft and put half the most of the people out of the tender into this second life raft how long did it take for the boat to like go down um so that was from like one o'clock to like Six o'clock, so, so it was hours. kind of like a slow. You're just like, like four. About there's no reason to detach. Like you just wanted to kind of ride it out. Yeah. So like four or five hours, and then the boat completely sank. But it was a big fucking boat. Big. So like the boat shouldn't have sank in the first place. So. <laughs> it, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what you sign up for. Hey, I'm going on a boat trip. I'm going on a boat that hopefully is so, not going to sink. So now we've got like twelve people. Did they find out that... In like, a life raft and a tender and a captain on a jet ski. What was the original, like, what did they find out the cause was? Or did they? So the cause at the end of it was that the drive shaft of the boat. So there's a there's a boot that yep. separates the bilge and you know, the, the ocean. Fender. Yeah. So the outside. So that boot with the drive shaft on there, the bearings inside that, that makes the drive shaft go round and round and round. Completely shredded, right? And therefore, Sorry, it wasn't lubricated well, and it wasn't maintained well. And that shredded the boot, that ripped it a hole. So the water 
would come in from the outside to the bilge. And that and that's like that's a fairly like aggressive part of the boat that drives the boat. It should be dry dock, which they do. Like every end of boat on the off season, dry dock. They go through all that like totally. engineering. Hey, so they should the do at the end of every yeah, season. Every look season. at that. But obviously, Rip Curl didn't do that and didn't maintain this boat properly. So what happened was it wasn't very well maintained, lubricated. So the bilge pump lights didn't come on for the captain there was no lights like oh my god the bilge pump's not working this is happening there's no yeah. warning lights so they just kept going in the middle of the night so by the time that the motor shut down and the lights went off they were like oh shit what's going on um maybe have a look down in the engine room and make sure it's all right oh shit cap um the engine room's half full of water yeah <laughs> It went from nothing to major within. Yeah, to, to stop, lights off. Oh shit, what's happened? Oh, uh, the engine room's half full of water. I don't know what's going on. So, you know, after all the chaos, there's a whole boatload in two life rafts and a tender. Ooh. So, we what, can, no what, one can see land. No one can see land. And what, what year was this? This was only... Four years ago. Five years ago. Oh, really? This one was recent. What? Yeah. What? This is... The other the other story about this is another episode. But the, this... That's recent. Yeah, this is recent. And it was that malfunctioned This is five years ago. So five you're never going back to Mentalis? No, I've already been back. <laughs> so five years ago. But, yeah. So the whole Rip Girl boat... The search, the original one, sank to the bottom of the ocean. Wow. At that time. And when we were in the life rafts at that morning, at five in the morning, and the sun was coming up and the wind was calming, we could not see land. There was two life rafts, a tender, and we had no idea where we were. No no satellite, like phone, or like did the cap nothing? Like so no... We believe that no Mayday, no nothing got contacted, nothing. Holy. Everything was down. There was a bad maintenance on the whole ripcord so part. So you, you're literally, in a, like, you are a cat with nine lives right now. Like, mm. you've really survived a couple. So I had my stuff. phone in the dry bag because I was like, nah, fuck, I'll put my phone in there. So I was ended up taking photos while I was on the life raft. You got photos of this. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Podcasters? Shit's getting real up in the late night. You're talking so it was like a couple of photos. I was like, ah, I don't want to be that guy, but I'll do a couple of snaps and take some photos while I'm yeah. around the life. When spirits were high first thing in the morning. But the next morning, spirits weren't too high. People were oh, fucking... There's a boat coming in a fucking a lighthouse tomorrow. Oh, yeah. fucking... Yeah. We'll be safe. We'll be safe. Yeah. And as the day goes on... There's tons of swell. They're going to be like one of the charts. Thunders and fucking raglins and yeah. everywhere else. They'll be by in a minute. Yeah. No. And then... And as the day goes on and we remember Jeff threw the case of water and it went on the other side of the tender. So there was no water. There was no whiskey. We had no booze, no water, which is a fucking huge thing. And we were just eating what was in the life raft, like space bars and fucking shitty water. 
in, in packets, like selling and stuff like that. So we were like, as, day, as the hours went on, it was like surreal. It was like... Did any of the Indo guys throw their fucking fishing poles out? Did they get any? Like, nothing. Nothing. It sounds fucking so, pandemonium. So the funny thing was, is that we gra- all the boards um, were floating because the boat sunk. So all the boards were floating, so fiberglass, right? So we put all the, we tied all the boards to the life raft. Yeah. And that morning, when we tied them all to the, the leashes or to the life raft, the swirl was like good size. So we were like going up and then we had all the leashes. And then as we'd go down, all the boards were like fucking punch, puncturing the fucking life raft. And then we'd go up and then we'd be like Fish. stopping the boards oh and then God. like boomeranging back into the life raft. So we're like, Oh, the f- how, ma- how many buddies did you have on the boat? Hey, no, no, no. I mean, like, oh, the boards. No, no. Did you? Because some boats are like you, you, you booked the whole thing with just your own crew. It was a whole. Oh crew, no, it was just like, us. It was just your crew. Eight. Yeah, it was just our. It group. wasn't like hey, no. four of our, you know, me and a couple buddies and, and a another, few, yeah, and a few brothers. Yeah. Guys. no, no, it was this all, was all you guys. So it was four guys from Newport and four guys from Australia. Oh my gosh. Well, that's good because at least you're like, you're really got each other's backs. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, because no, it was, it was it was a good crew, but we had to cut all the boards free, and I mean, everyone was like, "Yep, all the fins and all the boards are stabbing the life yeah. raft. We don't want to be on a sinking boat and a sinking fucking life raft. Cut all the cut all the boards free." So there was like. I don't know. Like everyone on an average had like four boards each, four times eight at least. Bang! Yeah. So many boards just gone. So I've been. I've Linden. Two times you've been to Montana with me, or what? Once. Once. I've been a, a bunch of times. That's why I can't remember them all. All the trips. We experienced a couple of really heavy, heavy seas. I had the captain fall off because the boat behind us, yeah, Chardonnay. <laughs> the, the captain behind I wish you could see this in the, the podcast the, because LC is like ca- trying the, to sit the, on his The captain, seat. you know, we have our skiff and a dinghy like behind the boat. And because we hit these rough seas, they were trying to bring in the... Uh, you know, the skiff, like our, our, our speedboat, like closer to the boat because of the rough seas are like, well, if we bring it in, you know, usually, they, usually, they, usually they travel quite a bit behind, maybe a hundred yards. And we hit these rough seas. So the captain and the Indo guys were like, you know what, we're going to bring in and, and bring it like really close, like 10, 15 yards. They're hooking up our fucking captain falls off crazy rough seas he, we can't find him we don't know if he got hit by the fucking like the speedboat or the dinghy whatever luckily he didn't get knocked the f out and he grabbed on to a fucking you know like a line and he was able to like climb back in uh, and we were able to stop and he shit. was able yeah like we almost lost our fucking captain because of the rough seas, because he all he was doing was like, hey, we need to bring these boats in because the seas aren't as rough behind us. Right. And another time, we hit, we hit, <laughs> we hit 
swell on a 110-foot sailboat, and it was, oh, ocean, sky, ocean, oh. Yeah. Mentalways to Sumatra, six, eight hours in a speedboat, give or take. 12 hours. 12, and if you're in a, like, kind of a cruiser boat, a day and a half. Oh. We got, we got. Doing this. We, yeah. Like, the swells are we got passed up. We got so off course. They had to like go you're this, the, you're the and then that way. <laughs> and this is the conclusion of take one outpost. And we're gonna wrap this up, and we're gonna continue on to Mentawi's surf charter drama, entrepreneur restaurant extraordinaire, and go on to opening night, right? Yeah, December 1. December 1, Outpost 2.0, Late Night and Chalky, out, out, out. Jay Lewis, out. Out. Oh, sorry, Jesus Christ. All right, I'll, I'll get it, I'll get it. I can't get it. Out, out, <laughs> With me, Jay, me and Jay, like, can't keep a straight face because you're like swaying in the wind, dude. You're like, I'm talking about this. Oh, it's too funny. We're gonna continue. We have to. You gotta engage. Have some water. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music. 